0: Today, Reflections from Asia provide some not-so-distant history. When U.S. President Barack Obama recently made his second major speech at West Point Military Academy, guides to the Internet on the White House website provided four directions to reach his first West Point speech on December 1, 2009, and only one to this, the second one. Perhaps this was their way of saying that the first speech was much better than the second. The truth is, the two speeches were entirely different. The first concentrated on Afghanistan only. The second discussed the future of U.S. foreign policy. The first speech remains highly relevant to that future. So here it is again, as we reported it on December 5, 2009. As U.S. President Barack Obama started to speak on the evening of December the 1st in the spacious Eisenhower Hall Theater at West Point, the U.S. Military Academy, he wasted no time getting down to basics.
1: I want to speak to you tonight about our effort in Afghanistan, the nature of our commitment there, the scope of our interests, and the strategy that my administration will pursue to bring this war to a successful conclusion. To address these important issues... It's important to recall why America and our allies were compelled to fight a war in Afghanistan in the first place. We did not ask for this fight. On September 11, 2001, 19 men hijacked four airplanes and used them to murder nearly 3,000 people.
0: Quickly, Obama reprised the events of that terrible day and then noted the respective roles of al-Qaeda and the Taliban.
1: These men belonged to al-Qaeda, a group of extremists who have distorted and defiled Islam, one of the world's great religions, to justify the slaughter of innocents. Al-Qaeda's base of operations was in Afghanistan, where they were harbored by the Taliban, a ruthless, repressive and radical movement that seized control of that country after it was ravaged by years of Soviet occupation and civil war and after the attention of America and our friends had turned elsewhere.
0: Notice, Obama says nothing, then or later, about a complex Asian reality The help and encouragement provided by Pakistan's military intelligence for the Taliban takeover in Afghanistan, motivated in large part by paranoid Pakistan fears of growing Indian influence in Afghanistan. Instead, Obama carefully details the post-2001 reactions legitimizing military intervention.
1: Just days after 9-11. Congress authorized the use of force against al Qaeda and those who harbored them, an authorization that continues to this day. The vote in the Senate was 98 to nothing. The vote in the House was 420 to 1. For the first time in its history, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization invoked Article 5, the commitment that says an attack on one member nation is an attack on all. And the United Nations Security Council endorsed the use of all necessary steps to respond to the 9-11 attacks. America, our allies, and the world were acting as one to destroy al-Qaeda's terrorist network and to protect our common security.
0: Afghanistan was invaded. Al-Qaeda was scattered. The Taliban was driven from power. Diplomatically, without directly criticising his predecessor, Obama describes how U.S. policy went off at a tangent.
1: Then, in early 2003, the decision was made to wage a second war in Iraq. The wrenching debate over the Iraq War is well known and need not be repeated here. It's enough to say that for the next six years, the Iraq War drew the dominant share of our troops, our resources our diplomacy, and our national attention. And that the decision to go into Iraq caused substantial rifts between America and much of the world.
0: So U.S.-Afghan policy went off at an Iraqi tangent, inevitably creating problems for Obama when he became the incoming president.
1: Troop levels in Afghanistan remained a fraction of what they were in Iraq. When I took office, we had just over 32,000 Americans serving in Afghanistan, compared to 160,000 in Iraq at the peak of the war. Commanders in Afghanistan repeatedly asked for support to deal with the reemergence of the Taliban, but these reinforcements did not arrive. And that's why, shortly after taking office, I approved a long-standing request for more troops. After consultations with our allies, I then announced a strategy recognizing the fundamental connection between our war effort in Afghanistan and the extremist safe havens in Pakistan. I set a goal that was narrowly defined as disrupting, dismantling, and defeating al-Qaeda and its extremist allies and pledged to better coordinate our military
0: and civilian efforts. So what is the overall situation in Afghanistan today as Obama and his advisors see it?
1: Huge challenges remain. Afghanistan is not lost, but for several years, it has moved backwards. There's no imminent threat of the government being overthrown, but the Taliban has gained momentum. Al Qaeda has not reemerged in Afghanistan in the same numbers as before 9-11, but they retain their safe havens along the border. And our forces lack the full support they need to effectively train and partner with Afghan security forces, and better secure the population. Our new commander in Afghanistan, General McChrystal, has reported that the security situation is more serious than he anticipated. In short, the status quo is not sustainable.
0: So, in the light of this perspective, what has Obama decided to do about it?
1: As commander-in-chief, I have determined that it is in our vital national interest to send an additional 30,000 U.S. troops to Afghanistan. After 18 months, our troops will begin to come home. These are the resources that we need to seize the initiative while building the Afghan capacity that can allow for a responsible transition of our forces out
0: of Afghanistan. Then Obama demonstrated a rare accomplishment. He mixes deep emotion with rationality in international relations and in the process makes an intriguing revelation. I do not
1: make this decision lightly. I oppose the war in Iraq precisely because I believe that we must exercise restraint in the use of military force and always consider the long-term consequences of our actions. Years of debate over Iraq and terrorism have left our unity on national security issues in tatters, and created a highly polarized and partisan backdrop for this effort. I see firsthand the terrible wages of war. If I did not think that the security of the United States and the safety of the American people were at stake in Afghanistan, I would gladly order every single one of our troops home tomorrow. So no, I do not make this decision lightly. I make this decision because I am convinced that our security is at stake in Afghanistan and Pakistan. This is the epicenter of violent extremism practiced by al Qaeda. It is from here that we were attacked on 9-11, and it is from here that new attacks are being plotted as I speak. This is no idle danger, no hypothetical threat. In the last few months alone, we have apprehended extremists within our borders who were sent here from the border region of Afghanistan and Pakistan to commit new acts of terror. And this danger will only grow if the region slides backwards and al Qaeda can operate with impunity. We must keep the pressure on al Qaeda, and to do that, we must increase the stability and capacity of our partners in the region.
0: I have not heard of any recent arrest in the United States of al-Qaeda extremists or terrorists from the AFPAC border region. Perhaps Obama is releasing a secret which Homeland Security does not yet wish to divulge. In the fact sheet released simultaneously with the Obama speech, there is a sentence about a recent plot uncovered and disrupted by American authorities. But again, no details. No details, too, about one of the most important nuances in the whole speech, a critical aspect of the relationship with Pakistan about which Obama has little to say. The people and governments of
1: both Afghanistan and Pakistan are in danger. And the stakes are even higher within nuclear-armed Pakistan because we know that al-Qaeda and other extremists seek nuclear weapons and we have every reason to believe that w- they would use them.
0: Obama then further defines the tasks that lie ahead within Afghanistan.
1: We must deny al-Qaeda a safe haven. We must reverse the Taliban's momentum and deny it the ability to overthrow the government. And we must strengthen the capacity of Afghanistan's security forces and government so that they can take lead responsibility for Afghanistan's future. The 30,000 additional troops that I'm announcing tonight will deploy in the first part of 2010 the fastest possible pace, so that they can target the insurgency and secure key population centers. They'll increase our ability to train competent Afghan security forces and to partner with them so that more Afghans can get into the fight. And they will help create the conditions for the United States to transfer responsibility to the Afghans.
0: During the last two months, as the president and his top security and foreign policy officials took time out to undertake a complete strategic review of the U.S. involvement in Afghanistan, many have inevitably wondered, on the op-ed pages and the TV talk shows, whether Afghanistan was fast becoming Obama's Vietnam. Obama takes time out to challenge this view.
1: There are those who suggest that Afghanistan is another Vietnam. They argue that it cannot be stabilized, and we're better off cutting our losses and rapidly withdrawing. I believe this argument depends on a false reading of history. Unlike Vietnam, we are joined by a broad coalition of 43 nations that recognizes the legitimacy of our action. Unlike Vietnam, we are not facing a broad-based popular insurgency. And most importantly, unlike Vietnam, the American people were viciously attacked from Afghanistan and remain a target for those same extremists who are plotting along its border. To abandon this area now and to rely only on efforts against al Qaeda from a distance would significantly hamper our ability to keep the pressure on al Qaeda and create an unacceptable risk of additional attacks on our homeland
0: and our allies. There was no mention during the speech of the Afghan need to develop democracy. The recent highly fraudulent Afghan presidential election was excused as being within constitutional requirements. But Obama makes it very clear that an end to corruption is what the Obama administration will be looking for. We'll support Afghan
1: ministries, governors and local leaders that combat corruption and deliver for the people. We expect those who are ineffective or corrupt to be held accountable. And we will also focus our assistance in areas such as agriculture that can make an immediate impact in the lives of the Afghan people.
0: Then Obama ceased to look at the teleprompter to his left and the teleprompter to his right. He turned and looked straight at the camera as if talking directly to the people of the nation his administration has pledged to help.
1: The people of Afghanistan have endured violence for decades. They've been confronted with occupation by the Soviet Union and then by foreign al Qaeda fighters who used Afghan land for their own purposes. So tonight, I want the Afghan people to understand, America seeks an end to this era of war and suffering. We have no interest in occupying your country. We will support efforts by the Afghan government to open the door to those Taliban who abandon violence and respect the human rights of their fellow citizens. And we will seek a partnership with Afghanistan grounded in mutual respect, to isolate those who destroy, to strengthen those who build, to hasten the day when our troops will leave, and to forge a lasting friendship in which America is your partner and never your patron.
0: The last one-third of the speech was primarily directed at Americans, but Obama's eloquence had already struck an Asian historical chord. This was the kind of speech that President John F. Kennedy might have made about disengaging from Vietnam, had he lived, or that President Lyndon B. Johnson should have made about diminishing his ever-increasing involvement in Vietnam, but never did.